You're listening to The Perth Property Show, Australia's only weekly property podcast by West Australian experts for West Australian listeners. Catch your latest episode every Monday at 7am. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to The Perth Property Show. My name's Trent Fleskins, your host as always, and welcome to 2020. I hope everyone had a really relaxing and safe weekend over the New Year's period recouped and are ready for a big year in property in Western Australia. This is the year of continual growth. We had our first early bird tickets in 2019, 2020 come through. Now we're in the main scene, enjoying what is for the first time in years, what I expect to be a sustained growth period in Western Australia's property market. If you haven't been watching the markets in the last couple of weeks, you haven't missed much. The real estate agents have all taken a well-earned couple of weeks off. It seems as the number of properties listed in that time frame, just anecdotally from what I'm seeing on Rewa, has plummeted to a fact where you could scroll for just a couple of flicks and you'd already be down to properties uh, four or five days ago. So there hasn't been a lot going on, to be frank, in that time. However, this is a time where we always look forward to our New Year's resolution. We try and make some predictions about where the world is going in 2022 on property. And I'm going to do just that with our annual top 10 suburb prediction for growth in 2022. Now we've spoken with Brendan Ptolemy, we've spoken with a few people over the last few months about holistically where we expect the property market to go. Rewa's come out saying they expect 10%. My expectation is probably somewhere in between 10 and 15% and especially in those suburbs within the first 30 kilometers of Perth. I expect all of those suburbs to be hitting above 10% this year and most of that is coming from as we've spoken about, that new demand that's going to be coming through once those borders open, coupled with the fact that we just cannot get enough supply out onto the market. Red tape in the planning space around Western Australia is killing developers and their ability to bring stock to market. That holds the price where it needs to be. I think there's going to be a few twists and turns in the global financial space this year. Hence, I don't believe interest rates will be rising significantly over the course of this calendar year. However, that's going to be something for us to watch with regards to how our affordability ticks along. I don't see that being a factor for us in 2022. Probably 2023, 24, as the cash rate starts to pick up, I would expect into the 2 3% range. If it gets there, that's when we really start to have a conversation about affordability. In the meantime, our median house price is still $525,000. We expect it to be sitting up in the high 500s, possibly even $600,000 by the end of this year. And we'll revert back to this episode in the last episode of December in 2022 to see how we're looking. So let's get straight to it. You've just got me for today giving my annual top 10 tips on Perth suburb growth. And I think we'll go from number 10 and finish with a crescendo at number one. So we'll start with my number 10 pick this year. I'm not exactly sure if this will be exactly this suburb, but certainly this area, I expect to see growth due to the train station coming in. And this suburb I've chosen is Redcliffe. It's a small suburb, but won't see a lot of transactions. It never does. However, I expect dollar for dollar that Redcliffe, Ascot, Rivervale, Belmont area to see some really good growth next year because we've got that new train station coming in, because we've had Belmont Forum be renovated recently in the last couple of years, because Gateway WA has seen such a great level of infrastructure upgrades through that Great Eastern Highway space. It is a catalyst for further growth. It's location close to the city, close to the river. When you think about price points and you especially compare them around the country. So my number 10 pick is emanating out of that new Redcliffe train station. My number nine pick goes all the way down into the Peel region. We've never really spoken about this suburb before. However, I'm continuing on that pathway of expectation I spoke about with Brendan Ptolemy last week with regards to a continuation of 
the holiday home of the West Australian lifestyle, enjoying that again. Uh, and I'm looking to an area that is as close as possible you can get to Perth and still call it a holiday area. And that is that Hall's Head Falcon area just south of Mandra, outside the doors you'll cut. Property prices in 2006 for canal-facing properties in Hall's Head were sitting up for a lot of them in the 2 to $3 million range. A lot of those are transacting now just in the low to mid $1 million range uh, and we're back in a situation where people are starting to look and holiday again in that area. I expect to see some injection of demand going through that Hallshead, Erskine, Port Bavard area again. It's already happened. We've seen probably 10-15% growth in the last year. I expect that to continue. So I want to call that out, that Hallshead area. Next on the list, number eight. I'm calling out Nedlands. It's done well in the last 12 months. In the last 24 months, really, we've probably seen a 20% rise dollar for dollar on properties, especially owner-occupied properties. There, we're going to see a supply increase finally for medium density properties with a lot of those townhouses in the R60 zone, one block north and south of Sterling Highway around that area. So what we're going to see is some change out. People probably selling their family homes in the R10 areas of Netherlands and that money starting to flow through with that supply-driven price rise, I believe, simply from seeing data coming through because people will be transacting. So big fan of Netherlands. It hasn't received the same injection of demand as Swanbourne, Cottesloe, Mosman Park has, but it will start to filter through, especially from areas as well like Shenton Park that are starting to get a bit expensive for what they are. Next on the list, number seven, I'm going to continue the theme. We've seen massive growth in this suburb, one of the highest performers in 2021. And I see a continuation here simply on affordability basis, also development capabilities. It's Coolbelup. Coolbelup sits around that Hilton, Hamilton Hill, Spielwood area, uh, close to the hospital. And I believe we're going to see more people who work at the Fiona Stanley continue to look at places like Coolbelup because Melville, because Willoughby, because Winthrop, Cardinia start to get a bit expensive for their likings. Doctors, nurses and supporting staff will be looking more and more into Coolbelup as it continues to gentrify. That one there, I expect to see continual growth in Coolbelup. Number six, we just called it out, it's Willoughby. Willoughby saw about 30% growth in 2021 off the back of really no one being able to get into or afford places like Alfred Cove, Melville, Palmyra, these sort of areas. Willoughby is an old state housing suburb just like Coolbelup. However, it's probably sitting about $150,000, dollars higher in median house price than Coolbelup. It offers some great location base for its price. As it continues to be harder and harder to afford areas like Melville and Alfred Cove and Myree and Booragoon, Willoughby will continue to follow that trend as it did back in the 2014, 15, 16 timeframe. Now we're going to move on to our top five. And the only reason this isn't higher is probably just because there's such a variation in properties in this massive suburb in the first place. And that is the suburb of Bayswater. Now we've spoken about Bayswater in the past. I'm a big fan of the area, mainly because of its family lifestyle. It's got many offerings from the riverside to the Morley side to the mainland side as well. And more pertinently for this growth spurt is the train station upgrade. One, Bayswater train station is finally getting that upgrade that it should have had for years. We all like to watch the counter of the Bayswater Bridge and how many trucks get stuck underneath it. Well, that's not happening anymore because it's getting upgraded. It will be one of the most up-to-date train stations in Western Australia. And it will also, secondly, be a junction point now 
for three spur lines, not simply one station on the way to Midland, which doesn't get as much traffic as you'd expect. It will start to become a center of business now because it will be the center of three train lines very soon. You've got the Forestfield line, which runs through the airport. So you have a lot of people now looking at business opportunities for hotels, for short stay, uh, and simply living around Bayswater to be able to work at the airport couple of stations in and you're right there so you've got the airport line you've still got the midland line which continues to see growth in population through places like south guildford and Maidervale. and then we've got the big one here which is the tens of thousands of people that live along the ellenbrook line it's probably hundreds of thousands of people now all those stations coming through in the next couple of years that will be Morley train station out in the East Morley Beachport area, Bennett Springs, that Naranda Beachport area. Then we head up up to Whiteman Park where it's a Whiteman Edge and Brabham stations, all those new suburbs there. And finally, smack bang in the middle of Ellenbrook, there will be a train station that runs down that line comes into the, the Midland Line via Bayswater and then heads into the city. Bayswater train station and the properties around there are going to see significant growth in value based on increases in demand from both a commercial and a residential area. And because of that, we'll see upgrades in amenities, nicer new coffee shops, things like that that will come through too. So big fan of Bayswater and this is the time where the investor starts to come in through 2022 they'll be speculating on an area like Bayswater especially around the train station number four my pick is Morley Morley is the barometer of the Perth property market really when things are going up Morley goes up when things are going down Morley starts to drop and the reason for that is it's one of the most diverse suburbs in Perth in terms of its price points you can buy things in Morley for three hundred thousand dollars heading up to four hundred thousand now all the way up to seven eight hundred thousand dollars it's a big swing there in, in middle australia where you've got properties that are apartments big family homes on a quarter acre duplex blocks triplexes everything in between and with that morley train station coming in on walter road brune ave i expect to see some significant increase in demand around that east morley area which will help to bring the price the median price point of morley up as well Finally, people in Morley will not have to take the 950, which used to be the 60 bus. They'll be able to hop on the train station around where Morley windmills play uh, and pop straight into the city from there. We now move into the top three, and all three of these suburbs are in the city of Joondalup, and this is based on expectation of the socio-demographic of people that will be coming in through that population boost uh, once the borders open up. My pick here at number three is Mullaloo. Mullaloo is a fantastic suburb that's obviously kicking along in value. Uh, most specifically offers fantastic beach lifestyle. It's still aff- relatively affordable for a beach suburb. It has a lot of renovators delights properties. You probably don't see it as much supply in this suburb as you want to, but it's a suburb that will see a ripple effect from my number two pick this year, which I'll segue straight into, and that is Ocean Reef. Ocean Reef has plans and is, is underway for its new marina, which will rival places like the Mindari Keys Marina and Hillary's Boat Harbour. And because of that, we have already seen some significant growth in, in interest around Ocean Reef, Burns Beach, this sort of area. And through that, I see a ripple effect of demand coming out of Ocean Reef to suburbs across most of City of Joondalup, where I've spoken about this in the last few episodes, that I expect a big push of people coming through and the driver for this as i spoke about is that population growth because i expect a large percentage of that first wave of people coming as immigrants emigrating to western australia for skilled work 
will be, as has been in the past, of a British background. When people emigrate, they generally emigrate to places that their friends and family already live. We all know the city of Joondalup is the stronghold of the Brit. We've spoken about it in previous episodes with Redmond Howe, with Brendan Ptolemy as well. Uh, And therefore, I expect most of that rental and purchasing demand on the front end from emigrants will be coming straight through into all of the suburbs in the city of Joondalup. And if I had to pick one or two of where I see a lot of that demand pushing through for upsizes, looking for that end lifestyle product. It would be, as I said, Mullaloo, Ocean Reef. And finally, the number one pick for this year, Heathridge. Heathridge is the suburb directly to the east of Ocean Reef. So running along that theme, we spoke about with the marina, with population growth looking through, but it's one of the most affordable suburbs in the city of Joondalup. Most of the properties there are four by twos or three by ones on about 700 square meters. Great little schools, renovated delight houses, double brick and tile, all of them, really no fibro houses at all. And the median house price is still very affordable and below the Perth median house price. So I see a continuation of growth there. It doesn't have the same stigma that Craigie and Belden have. It's still a very affordable area. So I'll repeat, Heathridge is my choice for number one growth in property in 2021. There will be many other suburbs than these 10 on this list that I expect to kick up. You can continue to look through places like Shenton Park and Daglish for extreme demand and fastest selling suburbs in Perth. You'll continue to see records being pushed in places like Cottesloe and Swanbourne on prices. Uh, You'll see finally some apartment sale growth in places in North Fremantle as well. And headlines being made in places like Mount Pleasant and Applecross where all the apartment buildings are going there. However, when I think dollar for dollar and I look for value, uh, it, I can't go past places like Heathridge that are continually sitting in the top 10 for days on market, meaning there's always buyer demand there in the first place. As long as the real estate agents aim high, I expect to see value growth through there. Some honorable mentions I'll also provide to places like Kingsley, which is a fantastic family stronghold in the city of Joondalup as well. Probably just a little bit more expensive than the median house price, but I see growth going through there definitely too. We spoke about Craigie and Belden. On the south side, I expect continual growth from Ross Moyen, Willerton, Parkwood, Limwood, Bull Creek, Leeming, all these areas as well, mainly driven by the value that the state schools provide and the demand we get from the Asian market through there as well, which will be another one of the waves we'll have of population growth too. This is an area that's going to continually see more people coming in, bringing their kids and setting up shop. So an honourable mention, we'll go to that space too in the Ross Moyne and Willerton senior high school areas. Guys, I expect this year to be an absolute cracker of a year. This is the year of the investor where the mainstream of people start to get a little bit more confidence. They've got their equity back that they lost in the last few years. Interest rates are still affordable. They're making decisions now to jump on the boat. If you'd like to have a conversation about what you're looking to achieve this year in the investment space, talk about your own property, looking to develop, looking to rent that property out, feel free to pop into the office at Strategic Property Group on Fitzgerald Street in Perth. Otherwise, I look forward to speaking to you next week with another episode of the Perth Property Show. Guys, have a great first week of 2022. Let's continue that positive attitude. Let's keep our fingers crossed for a boost in labor to get all these houses built and construction prices starting to level off or even drop if we can imagine that. Supply lines to start opening up so we've reduced lag times on products that we need to get these places built. Uh, and more investors to come into the market to give us a little bit of a breathing space in that rental market too. Speak to you next week, guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Perth Property Show. If you've only just joined the conversation, you can catch up by heading over to our website, perthpropertyshow.com.au, subscribing to the podcast or joining our Facebook page. 
Don't forget to tune in next Monday at 7am for more expert insights, local analysis and suburb spotlights. Happy hunting!